We are back with another episode of the Black Box Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed. And I'm your host, John. And we got another interview, this time with our friend, Soldan Muhammad. We're going to talk about NFTs, crypto, a specific NFT drop that Soldan really believes in, his journey of investing, and yeah, we'll talk a little bit about his financial freedom, day in the life. Yeah, big NFT guy. Yeah, this the artist Paga was talking about. He is having a drop tomorrow at like six thirty PM on Nifty Gateway. And it's a four hundred dollar entry price and it's pretty dope. It's like revolutionary. Paga's one of those crypto artists that's like bending the NFT space. He's innovating. Explain the idea behind the NFT of the merging and stuff. Oh can. yeah, so Pac created the whole concept of open editions. So like, you know, an edition of many nfts are the same thing like a one of ten or something and now merge is like kind of the opposite it's a closed edition so no matter how many you know mass tokens uh, mass nfts you buy it'll always show up as one what's a mass token so this drop is called merge and like everyone's gonna have one merge nft with x amount of uh, mass and like if someone sells me their merge like in the secondary market their their mass goes into my mass and it's one nft and it just adds up and you have to what kill one of them exactly you get to so choose like, or you kill the one you buy and then you so the, the seller's you nft burns and then it joins the buyers so it's becoming like the, the collection becomes more scarce after every transaction wait so what happens when they merge like what happens to the art itself nothing so it's a new type of nft so it's like they merge because originally it was like fungible so when you buy cubes you'd have many cubes in your wallet and for this one it's like you can't have many masses in your wallet it's just one mass it's one merge token with a specified mass okay so is it like everybody has a percentage of 100% then and then as time goes on it'll be fewer and fewer people who have like bigger percents exactly so it's like it's gonna eventually there'll be less and less collectors and then mm-hmm. the bigger masses will grow so I was thinking maybe if you bought just one mass that could be one of the more scarce ones over time like a just, singular mass you just don't sell it yeah I'm I'm definitely gonna get it into this i did a little bit of research last night and it it seems real good to me yeah his past drop he made a it was cubes came out in april um it was five hundred dollars and now like the floor for a cube is like thirty eight thousand. and like that was one of my bigger pocket investments it's really a dope platform like a dope concept he's doing you could he created like a you can you can cut my audio out, John. There was yeah. like a spider, like a tiny ass <laughs> spider on on my mic, so I had to kill it. Maybe I'll just leave some of that in. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so you were saying now the floor is thirty eight thousand for a single for a single cube. cube. But like, it's because he introduced this. Uh, it's like a new mechanism because he's like a really good programmer and designer, and you could burn a a cube for this token called ash like money sign ash yeah 
And like when you'd first burn a cube in April, it was like you'd get a thousand ash in return. You just send it to like a burn address and then they send you in return the ash? Yeah, it's a burn.art. So it's like a site. And then you burn your cube on that site and you'd get, right now I think the return rate is like 680 ash. But at one point it was a thousand ash. So it's like having, I don't know the math behind it, but like right now it's around 680 the return rate. But as more things get burned, less and less ash gets distributed per burn. Wait, so what? Yeah, so it's a decreasing is, disbursement. So I, I, I think I would be like as equally confused as most people listening would be right now. Can you guys explain like what exactly you mean by burning and ash? Because I'm assuming these are terms because it's like... Yeah, these are new terms cause, because Pot created it. He's like a designer that's like, you know, pushing the boundaries of things. Mm-hmm. So burning is just you're sending your NFT to a different wallet. And then in return, you get X amount of ash tokens. So you're gotcha. getting a cryptocurrency from an NFT. Oh. So he created this whole ecosystem, the POC ecosystem, right? And there's another project he has called Lost Poets. It's about like 28,000 different, like one of one type of. AI generated paintings, just check it out. I think the cheapest one is like 5,000. But anyways, you could, in a year, Pac said, I think maybe eight months from now, you could burn a poet for like 690 ash, whatever the burn rate is. So it's actually a good, a good investment to, you know, get a, a poet so you could potentially burn it. Cause right now it's 5,000 for a poet and the burn rate is like 38,000 for the cube floor. And a poet is, that's the NFT, right? A poet is a, a different POC collection. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. The cubes come from the fungible, and that's where the whole Ash ecosystem came into the picture. Okay. So, uh, do you want to take a second, real quick, to you know introduce yourself, explain oh, what, yeah. how this all started? Oh yeah. So uh, my name is uh, Sultan Muhammad. So I went to Stony Brook with John and the med. Uh, I started off, I think, trading options. I always knew about crypto and Ethereum, had high conviction for it, but like I didn't have that much in it. But it was really Tesla and believing in Elon Musk that really kind of set me off. And like I, I made like I think a couple million trading options betting on Elon Musk. And then after that, you know, options in general is just not sustainable. So I probably left with like a couple hundred thousand after I got off Wall Street bets. So like I went into the, you know, crypto uh, metaverse and stuff like that. Now, so I was able to have most of my holdings in POC right now. So it's pretty dope. Damn. So is your investment style, like you go like very heavily on high conviction? Exactly. I believe in conviction over diversification because like people in general want to avoid risk. And to that, like, it gets to a point where, like, that is a risk. You want to feel like, you know, you're taking a leap. And if you're not making that jump, then it's, you know, kind of stagnant. So how many pieces or, you know, units of POC are you holding right now? So, um, I have, like, about maybe 255 cubes. I burn maybe, like, 30. And have, like, 100 Forty-five hundred forty-eight poets, 
And then I'm also the Wazir, Pox Tribe. That's like a one of one piece. And it's like, I think it's more of like a, <laughs> Pox following is really a kind of a cult. So I think the Wazir is a physician, to be honest. That's why I have the piece. If you Google it, it's like a minister, <laughs> like a medieval minister. Okay. And yeah, well, let me go. What's the name of it? Uh, it's called The Wazir by Pac. A lot of, there's a lot of rabbit holes with the whole NFT stuff. And, you know, governance is, is another concept because with the rise of the metaverse and internet ownership, it's kind of like a new empire. Is it W A Z I R? Yeah. Yeah, Wazir. That's insane. Also, the piece is incredible, like the details. Yeah, the, the, the main one is owned by a dude named Metacoven. He's a crypto billionaire. I think you could find articles about him too online. Gotcha. But it's it's pretty dope that like, you know, it's it's networking on the blockchain because he's the tribe master. Oh yeah. And I feel like now that people have more of a presence in the space, you know, names are circulating like, oh, this you know, this guy's in crypto, like this person on Twitter. Like I bet if I started firing off names, you would know. Or you, you were also, didn't you have like a famous post in Wall Street Bets? Like you had a presence in there. Yeah, the, the, those um, those a couple posts that I had that like I think had a thirty thousand likes, something like that. But it was it was one of the posts where I went from like thirty to forty k up to like over a million within a, within a month. I think that's the post that blew up pretty crazy. How did you start? Were you reading charts? Like, was this fundamental based? I don't, I don't <laughs> Honestly, know. I think it was the, the Cybertruck. I saw Elon unveil that thing and I was like, yeah, I got it. I was like betting on sports at the time and sports betting was going pretty well. I was a Raptors fan. And I think I made like 15K off the Raptors, like when they won the, the finals. So gotcha. I took that profit and then went to the stock market. That's insane. Yeah. How do you feel now looking back? Like you could, are, are you financially free? Do you have a job? Like, no, yeah, I, I don't work. I just yeah. have an apartment and you just, just research and get, just stay up on what you got to know. Exactly. I'm just, it's 24 seven. Exactly. Crypto doesn't sleep. So it's like, sometimes I trade with leverage. Oh, you have a little bit of like an account that you just use. Uh, I use maybe 10, 20 times leverage on Ethereum. Whenever it dips, buy it back. Same thing with uh, Tesla. I don't really trade options that much, but Tesla. Whenever I see it dip, I'll definitely try to you know buy Get it back. Long term calls, or do you go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not long term. I'm like short to medium. Yeah, my long term holdings right now are POC. Can Can somebody please share how to access this the Wazir? Because I I'm new to crypto and um, I, it's, I think it's on async.art well if you just go to wazir by Pac, yeah and then uh, look I'll, I'll throw you the link incredible yeah so our what's your opinion on nfts in general then if you you have a lot of holdings in nfts or are you really just betting on the artist more than you are the the product um, in general nft is like really innovative you know it's disruptive there's so many different industries it disrupts. And it's a truth that, you know, a lot of people haven't really accepted yet. So what do you what do you think the like how do you think the metaverse and NFTs will like affect 
I guess the entirety of society in future decades? Um, I think in general, the planet, you know, like humanity, we're, we're like at, you know, we've capitalism did so much to the world already. I think like if a society bases itself off like digital scarcity, that's something that's good for our species. Because, you know, everyone is like, you know, materialism in general, I, I, I consider myself, I consider myself more of like, you know, someone who just, I'm not a hoarder, you know, I don't spend a lot of money. I live off maybe less than 40, 50K a year. I mean, that's a lot of money, but. No, but that's solid given your situation. Like there are people, you know, on crypto Twitter spending crazy money. Yeah. Just like, blowing it. <laughs> yeah, in general, you know, I feel like, living that minimalist lifestyle is just you know better for your soul and like just it keeps you disciplined too exactly i've been really into that like putting myself in an uncomfortable position at all times just so i know i'm like always growing yeah definitely i feel like you know for me inaction is like it scares the shit out of me like i'm not a, like failure is like it's not that scary for me like fit like Failing is it's just a part of life. How many times did you fail before you got to the point where you're at now and everything started clicking? Um, I feel like I've just in general, if you want to base this quote unquote success, if you want to base that off money, I feel like it's not a you know good thing to do because it's just up and down. There's been many times where I've just like lost like eighty percent of my money. <laughs> And I've felt like really down. So it's like you never want to associate yourself with Base your it. happiness off money. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. For me, like I just, I never want to feel that. Exactly. I never want to feel that, you know, fight or flight mode again. You know what I mean? I, I want to take risks, but comfortable risks. Calculated, perhaps. Yeah. Calculated. Definitely. I guess if considering your situation, you have to diversify to some extent at that point, right? I mean, I'm most like I've, I spent a hundred ether on that was your piece. And if you want to say like in terms of NFTs in general, yeah, I'm diversified throughout different POC projects, <laughs> but if it's, you know, different artists, most of my money is really in POC. I have like a handful of other artists. Are you holding any coins? Any tokens or i have uh ash coin i think i'm top 15 top 20 holders in the ash ecosystem but that comes wow. from the but ash ash is actually one of my better investments because when the burn first started it was like a dollar and 50 cents and now ash is a little over 40 bucks oh my gosh damn yeah quick it's a, 40x yeah it's, it's actually kind of crazy it popped in general he 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 like can't really explain it. <laughs> it's more of a rabbit hole. You just got to go down. Is it his message or? Yeah, it's just his, it's it's this new way of thinking, and like, I mean, this is a side thing, but the drop tomorrow starts at four hundred dollars at six thirty, and then for every I think every twenty minutes or every thirty minutes it goes up by twenty five bucks. Or was it every two hours? I don't know, but something like that. So the price for this drop actually goes up as time goes on for two days. So does he want you to just show up at the start? Yeah, exactly. So when the cubes first dropped, the first day it was 500 bucks. 
for 15 minutes. And then day two, it opened for 15 minutes, but it was for a thousand. And then day three, it opened for 15 minutes for 1500. And then after that, the sale ended. And how much, how much is a cube worth now? Uh, a little, a little under 38,000. Wow. Yeah. So, hmm. So what would you like recommend somebody who doesn't really like somebody who knows what crypto is and maybe has some crypto, but doesn't really know anything about NFTs? Um, I'd, I'd say to really research if you want to, if you want to invest into NFT and crypto art to, to look into who you're investing into. I think you'd only want, I consider Pac a black chip artist, like one of the most valuable contributors in this space so that's like the only artist that i would you know pu- publicly put my likeness with gotcha what are your sources for research i mean there's other like-minded people that i'm networked with that are like you know i'm like a little under 10 million in, in pock there's people that have over 25 30 million in pock there's billionaires that invest in pock and i just you know I just look at them and, and try to see how they're thinking and just model my game off them. So walk us walk us through like your game plan or what you think anyone's game plan should be for tomorrow's drop, which unfortunately will be after we post this episode. Oh, damn. So Pac is having a, I think at 6 p.m., there's actually an open window for his collectors to get in 10, uh, 20 minutes early. And I think it's at like a hundred dollar discount. So I think if you have a POC piece here, you can get in early, but if you're getting at the regular time, there's nothing you can really do, but wait until six 30 and then the second six 30 hits, you buy as, as much as you want. I personally, I think I'm spending at least 50 ETH on this drop. So what does 50 ETH equate to in USD? Uh, no, I sold some ash today. I think a little over, maybe like two hundred to two fifty. I think twenty fifty thousand. Got you. And what are you expecting? Like multiple out of that, like a hundred x. Um. Yeah. In general, you know, pop, it, that's what you, you usually expect. I don't want to say like. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You can't events, guarantee any of that. It's, yeah. It definitely, you know, Pog won't leave me <laughs> up like that. So, so is this like your last like big trade? Because you feel like after if this goes the way you think it's going to for the long term, then what would be your plan after that? Is it you're still trying to go? What's your like goal? I think, I think in general, you know, Web three is the future. So. I think it's really whenever everyone realizes that the future is is here in the metaverse. I'm I'm going to continue to invest in Pac. Maybe I'll sell what I already have if it continues to go up. But you know, other than that, I think Pac has a lot of upside. Upside potential. Got you. Um, All right. I I just want to ask one last thing, real quick, John. Gotcha. So, so done. Um, 
what like what website do you need to go to to part to like hop into this so this drop is on niftygateway.com you can put your credit card in or use prepaid ETH. um there's also different you know nft platforms like super rare foundation OpenSea is the biggest one is about 400,000 active users yeah but uh, Coinbase announced, like I think last month, that they're making an NFT platform, and that'll bring a lot of people over, to the space. They have over fifty million active users, so you know that's definitely going to help the network effect. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be so, the next big wave. That's gonna be a inrush of capital. Yeah. So can you can you view and buy this on OpenSea? Uh, yeah, you could. I mean, not this specific drop that's coming tomorrow. It's exclusive on Nifty Gateway. But after that, you could send it to your OpenSea. I store most of my NFTs on OpenSea because it's like a hardware. But on Nifty Gateway, if you store your NFT, it's like with Gemini. So it's on the cloud. You don't want that? I mean, if it's it, it it's not your crypto, if it's not your keys. Yep. So... True. You you use a. Do you have hardware wallets? Yeah, I have use that couple, stuff or. Yeah, I have a couple of treasures. Do you um, recommend like any certain like, what's a, what's the application you trade from? Keep like uh, store your crypto like, that kind of stuff. So I plug my treasure in, and then I use the MetaMask that I have on Brave Browser. And then gotcha. through MetaMask, you can access your OpenSea and then move whatever you want through there. MetaMask is really, it's really seamless. Yeah, I like MetaMask a lot, that third-party thing. I, I use it through Google Chrome, but what is your browser, a secure browser? Yeah, Brave Browser is like private browsing. They pay you in like basic attention tokens, like a crypto coin for like looking at ads. You just pretty much get passive crypto just for using that. Is browser. that worth anything? I think it's one of the better browsers. Oh, I mean the the crypto that it gives you. Is it? Uh, here, let me check. So I have like $8 in basic attention token. And I'll probably use this browser for maybe like... Is it free? Yeah, it's free. I just downloaded it. I think it's one of the better platforms. I want the better browsers. Fire. Maybe I'll check that out. You're putting me on. Yeah, you're... Uh... You're convincing me to look into this drop tomorrow. Yeah, bro. I definitely maxed out the credit card for it. <laughs> uh, is this, I guess, to follow up with that, is this something that you're going to try to, how long-term is it? Because I know you think in the short or mid-term. Is long-term two years, five years, ten years? Uh, yeah, definitely. This is this is the birth of of the truly free internet, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like getting into like you know dot eth is the future we, we we grew accustomed to dot com so are you do you own a dot eth address yeah you, i own a k1ng that's like my crypto username king yeah that's uh sultan that's what it means i think you have told me that before but yeah my mom raised me <laughs> always calling me king i think it's pretty dope though she manifested everything for you, like yeah, throughout definitely. your life, hundred percent. 
That's insane. And you, uh, I, I wanted to bring this up. I almost forgot. How's the Tesla? Oh <laughs> yeah, it's dope. It's dope. You still got that? Yeah. It's, uh, I have a Model Y performance. It's my favorite car. Definitely the best piece of technology I've ever owned. I originally thought it was the X, but yeah. Um, you have FSD? Yeah, I have a full self-driving. It's something else. <laughs> I don't use it that much, but it's know. probably trippy. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. Do you get like emotional and like really grateful that you know you've been able to get to this point? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I'm I'm always grateful and thankful. But like, I mean, it came through hard work and sacrifice, I'm sure. But yeah, hundred percent. But you know, I'm I'm always I'm always thankful. You know, and I feel like. I've always been like that, even before the money. Honestly, I I don't consider myself too materialistic, and that's why I'm able to like, you know, kind of continue to treat it like a game. Because you know that at any point you'll be straight. Yeah, exactly. Then at the end of the day, I don't really, I don't need money. I just need you know my family and people I care about. It's just an experience in life that you're currently going through. Exactly. Yeah, are you a spiritual person? Yeah, definitely. I, I consider myself a spiritual person. I'm, 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 you know, I'm a Muslim, but no, I definitely consider myself a spiritual person. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel like the few times that we've had good conversations about all this stuff back in the day, even that time during COVID when we were chilling in your wit, yeah. you definitely try to relate everything back to it's more than just about the, the stuff. Exactly. It's the, it's the purpose of why you're doing it. It's for that being able to live your life exactly how you want and make a, an impact like using your full potential every day. Exactly. So do you like real estate at all? Is that something that interests you? Um, I feel like the future definitely I'll probably end up owning something, but you know, right now rent, I'm, I'm satisfied renting. Yeah. Where are you? I live in Edgewater. Uh, it's the town I grew up in, Edgewater, New Jersey. So you got an apartment back there? Yeah. It's you, on your own or with family still? No, nah, I'm, I'm living by myself. Got you. Yeah. Damn. So what what like originally got you into, um, I know you said you you won some money sport bet, uh, with some sport betting and then got into Tesla, but what got you so into um, NFTs specifically yeah, and crypto? I feel like for me, it's more about like my passions, my philosophy, you know, what I stand for as a human. I feel like crypto and blockchain in general spoke to me. Decentralization. Um, in general, like here, let me give more information about, you know, decentralization. It really means like that's the fall of centralization. And centralization means that like success can only come from the West. With decentralization, you know, success can come with the rest. And like, yeah, it's a really powerful thing that like this fall of the West means that the world can finally rise. And I'm definitely for that. I don't like the dollar at all. You know, it's it's worthless to me. <laughs> it's it's being you know devalued by the hour. Do you so, hold any USD? I mean, I hold USD when I need to pay rent. 
Gotcha. So like I'll just sell whatever I have in crypto. What's your like recommendation to someone that that's like me, you know, I pay bills, I work a nine to five. I don't have enough that if it decreased by a certain amount, like I wouldn't be chilling. Mm-hmm. But I like I idealistically I want to hold all my money in cryptocurrency because yeah, you know, definitely. to an extent I believe in you, but at like in what you're saying, that it's the future. I'm fully convicted on that at this point. Yeah. All everything that's happening in the space, the rapid growth, like the adoption is, is there if you look deep enough and we're really close to it, you know, being. Yeah. Ethereum is like, it's, it's a black hole and it's. Yeah. It's like there's so much stuff there. Like once you understand the first level, you just unlocked a million doors and now, you know, yeah. go have fun with that. But like, I guess what's your recommendation for that? If you can um, I, give any, I know you're, I'll I think, put it out there. You're not a financial advisor, but yeah, I'm not your a opinion. Advisor, you know, thankfully, actually, <laughs> but I think honestly, like, I feel like the best thing people could do is just educate themselves. You know, don't trust these politicians. I sound, you know, I sound like a broken record saying that. I feel like I always say that to people, but at the end of the day, that the dollar is like inflation is silent theft. And people are working for the same wages while inflation is just hitting harder. So, like, you always want to invest in all things scarce. So, blockchain, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, pretty much all cryptos are deflationary. They're, they're built, like, they're fundamentally the exact opposite thing of, based off the dollar. So, you know, in the future, you just want to stack crypto. I'm in that stage where now I just want to obtain as much as I can because I know down the road. Yeah. And like there's, you could do research into like getting crypto debit cards and things like that. So you could really live off of, you know, crypto. Like it will just use, it will take straight from your address. Yeah, exactly. It, like I think it's called the BlockFi or something like that. Or a block card. That's what it is. It's called block card. You should look into it. It's pretty dope. So is that like a Visa or a MasterCard or is yeah, it like its, its own? It's a Visa okay. with a Ethereum address. That's pretty cool. You know, I, I feel like I've seen like ads and stuff for crypto cards. But uh, like, so this is something like if you just go to like any store, you could just swipe it and it'll just immediately spend exactly. some of your Bitcoin as US dollars or wherever yeah. you are. It's a card that you you preload it with your crypto. It has a wallet, and then you could just exchange it for whatever dollar rate it's at. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I love this stuff. You know, I could talk about this forever. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it took me a little while to fully get the the picture of what's happening, but now that's that's why I talk to you know Ahmed. I go off about it all the time because once you I mean, once I understood, then I felt like everyone else needed to know. Yeah, definitely. I don't want the people around me to get left behind. Yeah, I'm all about, you know. Yeah, you you share games for nothing, bro. And giving knowledge out because, bro, knowledge is the most valuable thing. Just a lot of people don't know what to really, you know, do with it. I just wish I could give people conviction, you know what I mean? But you can't give people conviction. You can't, you know. That they have to do through their own research. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you definitely took action, and it definitely paid off. You had conviction when a lot of people didn't, so you got 
healthily rewarded for that. But like honestly, we're really early. There's people that there's people in twenty like got into Bitcoin in twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen and you know, they were having that peak in twenty seventeen. But now, you know, they're just they're still living life, so <laughs> arguably speaking, they're still peaking. Yeah, but the twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen people are the billionaires now in the crypto. Hundred percent, yeah. Uh, I just posted a story actually. Uh, think you're late in crypto. The crypto market cap for all of crypto is 2.6 trillion, while the U.S. stock market is 48 trillion. The U.S. stock market value gained 13 trillion in the span of 2020. That number for the crypto market was only one trillion. Like when you put it into perspective, like that, we're still mo- like tens of multiples away, like a hundred multiples. Because then also, the world currency is, you know. The dollar is a world reserve. So yeah. once that, you know, goes south, I, I believe I'm saying once that happens, I think that's the next, like, like I, I think we're in like, that was the first half of the, I guess, bull run, if you want to call it. I think there's a second leg. And then after that, the next big stage to come around, whether that be five years away or a few years away, 10 years away, I don't know, is when the dollar changes its course of like the path that's currently on whether that be a full adoption to crypto or like they pick a different currency or like the world powers are going to change and that's going to cause a lot of during those periods in history there's a lot of uh a lot of uncomfortable feelings like a lot of conflict yeah we're in uh i think there's a billionaire named ray dalio he Thing was three days three or four days ago he said something oh, i forgot word for word what he said but he said there's in the next coming years there's there's a high probability that either there's going to be a civil war in america or america is going to get into a global like an international war and you know looking at that it's like it's crazy that billionaires are talking like that because you know they never want to mention the idea of a civil war i personally think that it's all about the dollar spiraling out of control nobody wants to talk about it but you know they're printing i think over 60 percent of the dollar has been printed in the past two years three years so if you i we did an episode on inflation if you look back at every other time this has occurred in history you know the rest exactly it doesn't go well and a lot of crazy shit happens during those times of history too yeah definitely but i think in general you know politics and stuff like that i don't really tune into it because the whole nft community and you know crypto is just on a whole different vibe they're they're building a new world you know while the old world is just looking around lost kind of yeah i agree with that sentiment to some extent Uh, i really think because you know jack dorsey the twitter ceo stepped down a couple days ago for the metaverse square to block Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's we don't even two. know what's coming. Like, there's so many things that are going to happen. So many things, but we know that Web three is the future. To the point that you know, Web two CEOs are leaving their companies to go to Web three companies. Exactly. Yeah, I think it. <clears throat> the thing is, because it's, it's going to be a, such a hard transition. A lot of people that were the top of the old or the current world are going to get left behind and miss it and get, they're going to be like on a huge setback in the new world. Yeah. And a lot of new people that originally were in other positions in the current world are going to now take their place. Like, you you know, you're, you're technically one of them. Like you're involved in this. 
you're yeah, making an impact. It's a changing world order. And I, I'm I think ready it's for really, it. Yeah, and I think it's yeah, hundred percent. And it's it really comes with like you know ideology. Like I'm I'm an anti-nationalist. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't believe in nationalism. Like I'm a human first. And I think, you know, as a Somali, I know what, like, like nationalism is just not, tribalism is not a good thing. So I, I feel like. You're more for individualism? Yeah, exactly. But I'm also, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for individualism, you know, autonomy and freedom. But I think there's a sentiment in, in the crypto community and the NFT community specifically about, like, inclusiveness. And it's like this, this new America. And it's like everyone is invited. It's pretty dope. And everyone, it doesn't matter who you are, when before the you know there's been so much discrimination. I think we're that the thing that I'm excited about because I'm really more about like the quality of human life, and that's what I support over anything else. This next phase is going to be truly equal. Exactly. When bef- like there, there is no uh, like human hands at play here. This is all you know yeah coded it's like, like laws it's leveling rules. The game. It's, yeah it's leveling the playing field and i i think the fall of nationalism is the best thing for humanity because you know as americans we we have rights that you know we're not even conscious of I, that yeah and i constantly am like negative about the job life the nine to five and I feel like that's because it's totally thrown off course. Like our, like we're tunneled in on what life is. Our perspective yeah. is so narrowed. We, we, everyone like prioritizes like, you know, your career and your social status when it comes to that stuff. And I just feel like there's so much more to living than what we're currently doing. Yeah, definitely. And if we just need the power in our hands and I feel like that's what this does. Yeah, definitely. And unplugging from that type of cyclical pattern. I feel like a lot. Yeah. It's just that redundancy. But Ahmed, any last questions or comments you wanted to make? Um, I mean, one thing I, I just want to say congrats, bro. I I mean, just... Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Like, I don't know. Hearing like a success story like that is just, it's one, inspiring, and it's just pretty cool. So, yeah, you know, I'm thankful and blessed. I'm gonna look into that drop tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. I I actually have I haven't done anything with NFTs, so this was pretty informative. Yeah, this for is me this too. is a great you know entry for you to first get your hands dirty Feet NFTs. Wet. I think yeah, I said hands dirty. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I think I think you know the future is really bright for anyone in the web three conversation and pondering the thought of these types of innovative technologies. Yeah, for sure. No, we're, we're early as, yeah. as much as you hear that we really are. Um, Definitely. yeah, bro. I appreciate it too. Thanks for, you know, supporting the pod and coming on. Yeah, bro. I've always wanted to do a podcast. So it's pretty dope. Yeah. I felt like of anyone that deserved to have a platform to get out what they believe. I think you were one of them. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> For sure. So, uh, thanks, guys. You know, our social media is Black Box Podcast, No Way in the Black. You want to plug anything? That's 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 all I am. I'm just thankful to be here. 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Fire. Thanks Peace for out. coming on. Yeah. Peace, guys. All right, peace.